Hello, hello! This is the Digital Loop Season 2, Episode 5. That goes very fast. Hello, Ivan. How are you? Hi, Paul. Doing great. Thanks for being here. Yeah, so this week's show, uh, first of all, we apologize for being a little bit late during the week. I was in Kiev for the whole week and I couldn't actually make a recording again, so that's my life traveling, right? But the reason we decided to do these uh, 10 trends for the next 10 years, we don't, we're not futurists. We, I, I believe, you know, Steve Jobs famously, famously said, uh, you cannot connect the dot forward, but uh, since next week is going to be the web, and uh, the, the theme for the web is our 10th anniversary, we kind of thought it could be a good idea to actually talk about a few trends that we believe will happen. Right, Ivan? Absolutely. Plus, we have a small surprise. The Digital Loop has been uh, invited to be uh, an official blogger of the Web Paris 2013. Uh, therefore, both Paul and I, we will be at the Web uh, in Paris. Uh, so if you see us there, please come and say hi. If you like the Digital Loop, come and say hi. Uh, and we will be there. And that's why we thought it would be a great idea to start with this 10 trends that we see uh, are going to have a big impact in the next 10 years. Exactly. And actually, actually I'll be on stage at some point, uh, so you'll probably recognize me. <laughs> and uh, you'll be in the blogger lounge and also we'll, we'll mingle with this massive show. So let's start. So we're not going to do like going into rents for each of these trends, otherwise, we could talk for hours. Uh, 10 trends, five for me, five for Ivan. So I'm going to start with the first one. The first one is actually related to the episode we had last week, is the uh, explosion of, uh, of mobile. Uh, so if you if you just look at the show last week, you'll understand the massive scale of it. And I think this is this will grow. There will be uh, there are currently a little bit one to one point five billion smartphones. I'm not talking mobile phones, smartphones. It will be uh, uh, two billion, two to three uh, by next year and a year after. So the, the scale is massive. And uh, what's interesting is a lot of people will have a smartphone. It will be their first digital experience. They won't have a computer anymore. They might have a tablet, but they they will only have a smartphone. So. And my take, this is why it's important, is because you have a massive uh, computing power uh, staying in your pocket. Uh, there's ubiquity. You have your memories there. Everything is there with you all, at all times. There's a broadband that allows you then to, to uh, access information, of course, entertainment as well, on the cloud. So all these is coming together, and it allows people to be more uh, empowered. Uh, there's many trends that go with that. Of course, one of them is like new, the new players we mentioned last week, so you'll see Facebook is hitting a wall. Facebook, Facebook is arriving at a, uh, you know, is there 1.3 or 1.4 billion users? There, they will be hitting a wall. At some point, they won't be able to find new growth because there's not enough people on this planet to actually connect. So this is a very big challenge for them. Mobile is a big challenge for them, and they're very, they're challenged, as we said last week, by players like WhatsApp, WeChat, uh, Kakao Talk, Line. I mean, these new players uh, that are disrupting and that changing uh, the 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 world of mobile. Of course, telcos will be as well. Um, Disrupted, and the other thing I believe in that sense, in that in that in that sense is first of all I think Apple and, and Android will stay the two major platforms. We could discuss about that in another show. But the interesting thing is that there's ecosystems being created, and when I say ecosystem, it's not only apps. Is that the whole thing? When you buy an iPhone, you buy a stand, you buy cables, you buy a radio. There's a whole thing around it, and that goes into now, of course, wearables. So we we know about the smartwatch. We've been talking a little bit about it about. Uh, stuff like Nike Plus, etc. So all this is creating new types of ecosystems, and I think these ecosystems will grow, grow, grow. And one last thing that I want to say about mobile is also because we all keep talking about apps. Apps are are in a mature market now. They're not anymore in a, uh, in, a in an emerging market. There's a mature market. It's like soap or a uh, washing powder. Uh, they will be harder and harder for 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 um, developers to actually. 
uh, rise uh, uh, through the noise, and thus, th thus it will be interesting to see uh, what happens. Is there are new players that will allow you? How do you ra uh, raise about uh, about the, um, above the noise? Sorry. Your turn, Ivan. Sorry for that run. My turn. Trend number two. It's also connected with mobile, uh, and this is the the, the, the multi-screen world. Basically, what we're seeing is there is this new evolution of different sizes of the screens, uh, and and the impact that this is having in the behavior of people. Something that very interestingly, the PCs have a small share of the connected devices now. Uh, we are at the point that more people are having more access through the web through mobile devices and then if we add the element of different sizes uh, as tablets, uh, these so-called uh, phablets uh, which are rising, uh, skyrocketing in Asia which is pretty much uh, a phone that is a little bit larger than a phone, a little bit smaller than a, that tablet, they're called phablets that's kind of original, uh, but they are really taking off in Asia, and it, it, it's just a matter of time before it, everything starts to catch up, and we are no longer just thinking about phones, tablets, laptops, but all of a sudden we're going to have a lot, of different, a lot of different screens, and all of them having an impact on our behavior, so we need to take a look at it. Yeah, so, and then you mentioned Asia, so that's my trend number two, so that's uh, trend number three. Uh, it's globalization, I, I mean it's evident, but it's, I'll, I make a type of analogy, if you think about the Hollywood blockbusters, it used to be that uh, when a big movie was released, it were making most of its money in the US and some of its money abroad, and now the trend has been completely reversed. You see new markets when actually these movies are making much more money outside than they do in the US. Uh, the reason I, I, I say that is that a lot of the technology that still comes comes from the U.S. That won't change, but there are new players. If you just look at the map of the world, you'll see that you know there are many other people, many other cultures, and especially there's four. I mean, there's four major languages: is English, which is the one we usually cover, but there's Chinese. Obviously, this huge market is a bit, of course, walled in because of of of, of their their policies. But they're like ma massive players are coming out there. We've mentioned WeChat, but there are others. The Arabic world is also a very very big player that will actually rise, I believe, in the next ten years. The Spanish world as well is huge and massive. We don't hear too much about it, uh, but also the, I, I believe, in, and I've been traveling like like as you know all around, whether it's in South America, in Asia, in Eastern Europe, etc., etc., and I see, you see these new ecosystems, and the, the innovation becomes more and more global, and actually, this is something that you're seeing also in terms of investment. You see that uh, when we talk about startup culture, you see a lot of uh, new, um, new VCs and new angel investors, new type of investors that started to look globally and think globally, and not only think about uh, the Silicon Valley, and I think this is uh, another trend that will rise. So we'll see players that might come off other countries, and again, I, re I refer to the messaging app, uh, social networks we've been talking about. Line is Korean and is massive in Asia. WeChat is Japanese. Kakao Talk is uh, Korean, I think, as well. Uh, so these are players that were not expected before, and I think this trend will continue. To you. Uh, trend number three, we're thinking a lot the impact that ratings have uh, on today's world. Of course, ratings have been a very important key, for example, we're talking about products. You know, the star system in Amazon, uh, points, etc. But uh, uh, something that we've been noticing is the fact that this is starting to have an impact on people. Uh, think about cloud, think about free, think about LinkedIn recommendations. Now, LinkedIn had made very easy by just adding little, little thumbs up 
uh, when you're recommending somebody, this is actually having an impact on the people's perception of, of, of you. So I believe that this is going to have a very, very big impact on the element of personal branding. How do you build your personal brand online? Uh, that no longer is just about how good you are or how good is everything that you're doing, but the fact that somebody is actually rating you and how this had an impact on you and the perception with future employers with future business partners and so on. So this is something that I also think that is is interesting that we need to keep in mind that you know somebody is is rating us, giving us little stars, thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, so that's trend number three. Uh, my 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 third trend is actually uh, open hardware. So the most uh, to make it simple, the most. Uh, uh, famous example because everybody talks about it these days, of course, 3D printing. By open hardware is meaning uh, what is interesting behind besides open hardware is the, 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 the grounds up thing. So basically it allows innovation, it allows creation from a ver for, from the individual to the to the top and not from the top to the bottom. So you have 3D printing, of course, is one, but you have also all the uh, uh, devices like Arduino, Raspberry Pi, uh Box, etc. etc. These are basically it's a nascent movement. Uh, the movement of the makers, so people that can actually build their own hardware uh, out of uh, open source blueprints and open source uh, uh, hardware processes and workflows. And I believe this is a trend that is very nascent now. Of course, 3D printing is the one everybody talks about because it's cool and you can see, but this in coordination with uh, Android, and the reason I mentioned Android is everybody thinks about Android as a, a smartphone uh, uh, operating system. But basically, it's also a very low-cost operating system. A, a, a few examples, if you go to, uh, to a plane, I'm not saying that a plane is low-cost, but if you go to a plane and you watch a movie you know, on the entertainment system, it used to be that it was uh, either Windows uh, or Linux. And I believe that more and more of these, uh, these devices will be run by Android. And also, like stuff like, you know, like a, simple, a simple screen that announces the room, is the room taken or not, you know, like in a conference room, this could be run by Android. So if you think even further, the fact that you have open hardware, 3D printing, but also a low-cost uh, a low cost um, uh, OS like Android, but others, because there are others, and I'm not going to enter into the debate, will actually allow people to create more stuff and, to, and thus to disrupt the way we make products, we sell products, we market products. So that's my other trend. To you, again. <laughs> Thank you. My next trend is um, connected with content. And um, something that we notice is that more and more producers are bringing the elements of content creation into the products themselves. Uh, I wrote it down here. The line between content creators and content consumers is blurring, um, with consumers playing an increasingly important role in the collaborative uh, creation of content. I, I was reading very interesting just yesterday about how the new uh, PlayStation 4 uh, has some functions that allow you to, as a player, you can broadcast uh, actually your game. So technically you are creating content on the go and people might be interested in seeing you play these, uh, these games and technically you are promoting the platform as you are playing. So this is something really interesting that probably is going to have an impact on people's perception of brands, people's perception of products, but also how we are creating content uh, even while we are just playing a game. So, um, again, the blurring line between content creators and content consumers, this is something to keep an eye on. It is actually very interesting what you say because uh, I believe, and we'll, we'll have one show dedicated about that about brands because a lot of people say, oh, brands are not, you know, valid anymore because now, you know, again, cut, uh, create, um, uh, 
content creation is made by individual. I mentioned before open hardware and other uh, stuff. To, but actually, brand is trust, and I believe that brands and we'll have a dedicated and present is really important. But this is not my next trend. My next trend is uh, I call it emerging values a bit wide. But because you're seeing these movements, so I mentioned a little bit before that you have the other startup culture, the entrepreneur culture, it's being permitted because of these low-cost new technologies. You can actually create a company very quickly for a, a very uh, for, for for low cost. Uh, so this actually creates a new culture movement, and I've been seeing that in the past five years. More and more startups have been creating. Created. I know part of it is uh, is hype because it's also hype to be a uh, hip to be sorry uh, an entrepreneur these days. But there's a movement there that you know a job is not only a job in a large corporation, and this is going faster and faster. And I see that again. I've been traveling around, and this also it goes with the uh, uh, the millennials, the new generation. So I don't believe in too many theories about you know millennials being so different. But there is a clear uh, desire of purpose. And besides, you know, when we work, we want some purpose and not just making money. So it also changes the nature of work and the nature of creation, and nature of what you want to do with your life. And I think this is also a movement that goes with the first I mentioned, the startup culture. Uh, and uh, there's obviously the fact that we've been living in a crisis. And apparently, this crisis, although GDP is coming up, jobs are not being created as fast as they used to. So it's also something that maybe forces at the beginning at least people to find other ways of living and thus uh, especially the, the startup um, the, 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 the startup ecosystems are also driven partially um, by, by this. There's also a new type of ethics. I think new values are being created. Like I said, people want purpose when they, when they choose a job. But also believe uh, uh, people in general, they want a sustainable world, and we see that we see these movements being uh, growing uh, bigger and bigger. Like, actually, you mentioned you just mentioned big brands, and brands now have to think about the ways not only just like lipstick on a pig and thinking about oh, okay, we'll do some charity work or uh, create a foundation. So these there are values that are being created that are changing the way uh, business do business, even people uh, do do business, and. Last but not least, in that same idea, it's, I think it's the uh, explosion of cities. Cities have become massive, more and more, uh, more and more massive. Um, and uh, there's this theory of a superlinearity. Basically, uh, innovation it goes much quicker in a city because of the closeness of everyone and uh, technology and infrastructure than it goes in less dense uh, populated area. And I believe that the internet is a city. So all these few trends is what's emerging values. All these few trends are creating a new type of people that are more empowered with the technologies we keep mentioning in this show. So I believe that's a trend that will grow uh, also fast in the next 10 years. To you again. Trend number eight. Eight, 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 eight. Now we're going to go a little bit, I, I'm going to go a little bit more in the direction of, of marketing and communication. Yeah, that's your, that's your specialty. So yeah. yeah, and one of the things that I've noticed is this shift from so-called 360, I call it from 360 to 365. Basically, uh, 360 degrees communication is when you have you know, full integrated, that you have all the different, uh, from different channels, from different uh, uh, media channels, you are able to uh, um, have interaction with your users and with your consumers. And for many years, this has been the focus on being able to go provide real 360 uh, degrees communication. You have PR, events, social media, advertising, outdoor, indoor, TV, etc. Um, and that has been for a long time the most important when it comes down to, to creating campaigns. Um, but I believe that this is no longer as effective. When you look at the, at the attention spam of people, the fact that you can bombard them from different places doesn't mean that you 
are getting their attention. So instead of focusing uh, on creating you know messages that can be uh, sent from different different sites, uh, it's more about uh, what what I'm seeing is I'm seeing campaigns that are focused more on the long-term impact. Uh, it is 360, 360 days of impact, meaning it's not just the fact that you're being bombarded for three weeks from different uh, places, but that the, the, the idea, the, the campaign, the product, is going to have a long-term impact on your lives. And there is many different examples. Probably we're going to do a show just on this subject, but this is something that is happening. It's happening now. No longer is just about three weeks of very intense messages, but actually long-term, long-term impact. Uh, and actually, uh, if you don't mind, I will let you go into your next trend, because I think it's kind of connected as well, not only with marketing, but it's an evolution of that. So why don't you, why don't you explain the, the next trend as well? Yeah, the next trend is also connected from the point of view of integrated marketing. Now, integrated marketing for many years was like the most important thing, being able to have, um, uh, for example, at Cannes, the most rewarded uh, campaigns at Canon, the ones that are fully integrated, meaning that there is TV, print, outdoor, online, radio, etc., etc. Um, but something that we are seeing, again, the shift moving from integrated marketing to connected, meaning it's no longer just about how many channels your campaign is in, but actually how are people connecting with this. A very good example of this, if you look at this, one of the probably the biggest marketing activity of the last few years it was the Red Bull Stratos with uh, this guy jumping out of space. Now, there was no print, no outdoor, no, no TV, exactly just like that. Um, there was nothing of that. So technically, this activity would have not been able to, eligible to apply to Cannes because there was no, no TV, print, outdoor, etc. However, it was really, really big. Uh, why? Because the people got really connected uh, and people were sharing this, this event as it was happening. That's one part of being connected. The second part that I think about being connected is the element that there's these connected devices that very often, time and time again, we are seeing that there is these devices that give you some feedback, but underneath they are also connected. And as a result, this is having an, an impact across different platforms. Uh, I'm going to talk a lot about them again. I'm sorry, but Nike. Nike, if you, have, you, if you, you can get the Nike Plus Kinect game. And, and let's say it transforms your living room into a gym. And you work out, you get your fuel points, and you get a certain score, and this goes into the Nightclose platform. Now, if you have the, the little fuel band, uh, and you're walking around and you're different things, this information is also connected there. If you go for a run and you use a Nightclose app, uh, running app, same information is there. So everything is interconnected. And all of a sudden, you are living your life, getting information from many different devices, but at the same time, all of them are connected. And I think that this is something that is going to start happening more and more, uh, that different devices are really, really close to our lives, and whatever we have access to this information, it doesn't matter if it's your laptop, your cell phone, your laptop, your whatever, you are going to have access to this information, and based on this information, you're going to make better decisions. And last but not least, so the 10th, uh, we've been talking actually about this the last season, uh, it's the sharing economy. Uh, it's a little bit, if you look at the trends we're talking, is also part of the evolution of that. It's like, again, people, I mentioned before, having different kind of jobs, brands, being uh, having to change their perspective and how they approach customers. We've been talking about experiences. And all this actually comes together into a new type of consumption 
from the consumer part, from basically from people, for me and Ivan and other people, but at the same time also in terms of the way of making business uh, or a people-to-people -people business. So basically a peer-to-peer -peer economy, uh, people call it a sharing economy, a collaborative economy. Uh, talking about that, by the way, at the web, uh, Jerma Wang, whom we had last, uh, last season to talk about the sharing economy, will be on stage presenting his new company that actually caters to that movement. So that will be a very interesting thing. You know, probably we, we're going to talk about it next week or the week after. But I believe, and I'm not going to go into it again in a rent here because this is a subject we've been talking quite a lot. There are two episodes that you, you can see. I, I believe this is also a trend that is that is growing. And not only because a lot of people say, yeah, but this only happens you know, like in big cities in the US or whatever. Uh, or bikes only in uh, in Europe. It actually is something that I'm seeing uh, in emerging countries as well. Again, Southeast Asia. I've seen that in Latin America. I was in Kiev, as I told you uh, last. Uh, I mean, until yesterday, until this morning, actually. And uh, and I've seen a lot of startups uh, also uh, creating platforms and marketplaces that cater for this type of uh, environment. And I actually believe that emerging markets are even more best uh, built to actually. Uh, have a massive grow of the sharing economy. There will be less resistance from all players than uh, will they will be in uh, in the West or in industrialized nations. So that was the last trend. As you as you can see, a lot of the trends we actually mentioned, and there could be a lot of others, obviously, but these were the, the one that came out to our minds. Uh, Ivan with his specialty about uh, marketing, mine with more the overview about uh, industries. Uh, we believe that these are ten trends to watch. Uh, and what we'll do is we'll, we'll revisit them and actually see maybe in 10 years if the digital loop actually still goes on. We'll see if we were right or wrong. We actually got to do that. Uh, and also I encourage you to actually look at the past episodes but like, because, again, many of the trends that we've been uh, talking here are uh, were actually uh, touched upon by us in, uh, in all the episodes and we'll continue uh, investigating that in the future. Right, Ivan? Absolutely. And with that, uh, we once again, we want to invite you, uh, if you are attending the web uh, and if you see us there, come and say hi. If you enjoy the show, come and say hi. If you don't enjoy the show, come and say hi. Uh, uh, come, we, we'll be there. We'll be there for a whole week. Uh, we're really looking forward to meet uh, with, with anybody or any of you uh, if you are enjoying the show. And uh, if, you are, if you don't have the chance to, to, to attend the web, uh, we are planning to try to figure out how we can share with you the experience, the stuff that we will be uh, seeing there. Hopefully we're going to be able to record some interviews on the spot with some of the um, thought leaders and visionaries that will be speaking at the web this year. Uh, so we're going to have some surprises and uh, if there is any anything else, uh, Paul, I don't know if you want to add anything. No, I'm just excited to see you in Paris next week. So see you in Paris and I hope, you, as you said, that you guys will be in Paris as well. Bye, Ivan. See you next week. Absolutely. Have a great day, guys. Goodbye. Cheers. Bye-bye.